0: So Bill English and I from BibleandBusiness.com have been talking about the leadership lessons that we learn uh, if we study the life of David. And so Bill, welcome back.
1: Hey, thanks. Good to be back. That was a gonna... great that was a great intro this morning. Thank you for that. That was challenging. Yeah.
0: Challenging absolutely.
1: and encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So um You and I have been tilling the soil of the life of David, and we have talked about, up to this point, we have talked about um, what it is like to be underestimated as a leader. We have learned uh, the importance of submission as a leader. Last week, uh, we talked about leading when problems seem insurmountable. Uh, and so today we're going to talk about the importance of assuming risk in leadership. So help us uh, begin to till this soil today. Where where are we in David's life?
1: Well, we are still at, at Goliath. We're still in the valley uh, before uh, he kills Goliath. The the Goliath story actually has at least two, if not three, leadership lessons. And so David is still in front of Goliath. He hasn't killed him yet. Uh, but Last week we looked at how David overcame unbelief, how he overcame um, really some fear, how he had high faith and confidence and trust in God uh, that he would be successful. And yet, when he walks out onto the valley floor uh, and and really faces Goliath, he is still taking a risk. There, the risk is real. It's not a fake risk or or a faux risk. Just because. He has great faith in God. The risk is real. And so we're going to talk today about the risk and and how does a business owner or really anybody uh, look at what the Bible has to say about risk? How do, they, how do we assume risk? And how does God play into us as we assume risk in order to move the ball down the court? And I just wanted to comment, no, um, no significant ministry happens without significant risk. I think you and I would agree on that. Hopefully, we would agree on that. Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, you know, my daughter is in a place that I cannot uh, say right now, uh, doing something that's, I think, fairly risky for ministry. And she's going to be uh, interfacing with people who have never heard the gospel. And uh, this is a month long uh, mission trip for her, and there's some real risk. And before she left, I, I, I said to her, "Anna, just remember, no real ministry, no significant ministry without significant risk. God will protect you, and uh, and part of my stewardship of her is to is to entrust her to God. So uh, let's just remember that there is no significant ministry without significant risk.
0: So for those of you who are wondering where in the word. Bill English and I are today. We are in 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we are in the midst of verses like 12 to 24. And Bill, as we go to break, I just want to read a portion of this passage so folks can know where we are and they can be thinking about um, what was going on with David um, as he is, you know, he's got some real time here. He's got some time to consider the risk. he We know he is uh, the youngest son, and he is uh, therefore not uh, not in the battle. He's not at the war. He is going back and forth to tend his father's sheep at Bethlehem. Um, and so for 40 days, it says at verse 16, the Philistine, that would be Goliath, came forward every morning and every evening and took his stand. And Jesse told his son David, uh, he sends he sends David with roasted grain and loaves of bread and Um, And some cheese to the camp to uh, to his brothers. See how your brothers are doing and bring back some assurance from them. And they're with Saul and all the men of Israel. And he tells them where to go and they're fighting against the Philistines. And so David goes early in the morning. He left the flock in the care of of another shepherd. He loaded up and he set out as as Jesse had directed him. He reached the camp. The army was going out into battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of the supplies and ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers how they were. And as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance. And David heard it. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. So this is what David has experienced. This is what he is witnessing as he is now assessing the risk. Of whether or not he should go into battle. Bill English and I from BibleandBusiness.com will be right back to talk about this leadership lesson of assuming risk.
1: When I, am free, I will trust. In you. faithful and your promises are true.
0: Returning to my conversation with Bill English from Bibleandbusiness.com about the leadership lessons that we learn. From the life of David, and this week we're talking about assuming risk. So, Bill, um, it it occurs to me that for 40 days, the giant Goliath has been doing what he's doing. And for 40 days, the Israelites have been doing what they're doing. And it feels like there's now a habit that has been formed, a pattern that has been set. And into that uh, comes young David, who is arriving to deliver um, you know, to deliver f- fresh, what do you call those, provisions to his brothers. And, um, and he's astonished by what he sees. So uh, sometimes the fresh perspective that comes from being a little bit outside of what's going on is helpful. Um, what do you see here?
1: Well, I see David as the only guy who has God's perspective on Goliath. Of all the people who are standing there, of all the Israelis who are there, for 40 days they see Goliath come out and defy God. David comes in, and in one moment he sees God's perspective on Goliath, and they don't. They see a big, insurmountable problem. He sees a guy who's defying God, and he knows that God is bigger and that this guy needs to be put down. That's what I see. That's the first thing I see anyways.
0: Okay, and and he responds— You know, again, I think that the note here is that David has God's perspective on Goliath and nobody else does. Is that, I mean, is that the essential and sort of first lesson in all of this? We've got to be people who have God's perspective because then when we are talking about what we're talking about today, which is assuming risk, we have a different perspective on that as well.
1: When you have God's perspective on what you're facing when it comes to assuming risk, Uh, and you are being led by God to assume that risk, then God shoulders the risk with you, if not shouldering it completely. But if you step out in advance of God or aside from God, and you don't have God's perspective, and you go ahead and assume a risk, you know, that's on you. Because God isn't going to save you from the consequences of your sin, or your lack of obedience, or your lack of following to him. So it seems to me that walking closely with God, being free from the bondage of sin, being somebody who knows the heart of God, who knows the mind of God and is able in an instant to have God's perspective on a potentially dangerous situation is is part and parcel of being a person who assumes risk in the right way.
0: Can we talk a little bit about um, risk and responsibility? Like how sure. how how is an individual um as a Christian, you know, how do you weigh those? How do you weigh risk versus responsibility?
1: Yeah, that's, boy, that's a great question, Carmen. I wish I had a pat answer for you. Uh, But I think the more nuanced answer is that you have to be able to hear the voice of God and know the heart and the mind of God as he leads you through these waters, okay? So if you're in business, uh, there are going to be times when you have to risk. You just have to. i I fully believe that whether you have a business that's two years old or 20 years old, there are always going to be times when you end up having to make decisions where you're, you know, quote-unquote, betting the farm, right? You're you're betting the whole f- business based on uh, one or two or three decisions. And I think if you were to talk to any business owner, they would tell you that they're usually between three and five decisions away from bankruptcy. So understanding what the risks are involved in your decisions as it relates to how God is leading you in your ministry as, as a business owner is something that uh, you can only get uh, or understand through um, s- extended time with God in prayer, on your knees, in the Word, that kind of thing.
0: So I'm having a conversation today uh, with uh, Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. We are working our way through the leadership lessons from King David, and we have arrived at the conversation on assuming risk. Um, Bill, when we talk about when we talk about assuming risk as a business owner, what what kind of risks are we talking about? I mean, I think that you know, for for people who are listening, let's just Let's just get it out there. What are we talking about when we're talking about assuming risk as a business owner?
1: Uh, you're assuming, uh, well, there's all, there's all kinds of risks. There's financial risk. If you need to go get a line of credit, say, for a half a million or a million dollars in order to fund some of the cash flows of your business, you're going to end up personally signing for that uh, line of credit more than likely. That's a personal risk. Every time you hire somebody, that's a risk. You may have interviewed them well. You may think they're the greatest person since sliced bread. Uh, to come into your business, it's still a risk. A lot of times good hires end up not being great employees. Uh, There's reputational risk. You may have to make some decisions that are highly unpopular, and especially if you live in a smaller town, uh, those unpopular decisions are not going to resonate well with other people in the town who know you. And yet you may not be able to explain yourself fully. So there's reputational risks. Uh, there are risks to your marriage and your family. Business owners go through a tremendous amount of stress. I'm not saying other people don't, uh, but business owners do. And the ups and downs, the roller coasters of, of owning a business can can be a real risk to a marriage and can be a real risk uh, to a family. So just off the top of my head, Carmen, I think those are at least four uh, solid risks that business owners face.
0: Okay. And so let's just work through this list of what we can learn about assuming risk. Okay. I mean, we, we've talked about David really did assume a real risk. What are um, what are some things that we can learn about assuming risk from David?
1: Well, first of all, and by the way, there's no chapter and verse here in the Bible we can go to the, the God, you know, where Paul says, when you assume risk, be sure of these things. So these are kind of pulled out of different parts of Scripture. But first of all, he had God's leading to do so. David, in his heart, knew he had to go out and face Goliath. It wasn't a question for him. God was leading him to do it. Secondly, David understood the core issues and the elements from God's perspective, and it's God's perspective that is necessary here. And when you get God's perspective, that clears up the confusion and the noise that might surround the decision of assuming risk. Uh, thirdly, he had a clear plan for success that was that was both reasonable and attainable. He's just going to go out there with the sling, and he's going to knock the guy down, and he's a good enough shot that he can put the rock in, in Goliath's forehead. No one else thought he could, but he, but he knew he could, probably because he had done something similar while tending sheep. Um, fourthly, he was able to draw on his own experience that he had with the lion and the bear. I think we talked about that last week. And lastly... When you're assuming risk, the potential reward has to be worth the risk. Killing Goliath was clearly uh, the reward, and that was clearly worth the risk of uh, risking your own life in order to save all of Israel. Yeah, those those are the five things I look at when I work with Christian business owners about assuming risk.
0: Well, and you can't bypass number one. Like these actually do. I mean, like, right, you can't. Number one is essential, and it's about God's leading. So I think that's where we want to we want to be sure that we are following the leading of God as we are assuming risk in our life, um, in any you know in any venue, uh, but certainly in in our businesses as well.
1: Yes, I totally agree. Hundred percent agree.
0: Well, you wrote it. It says the four other <laughs> points are moot if you don't have God's leading. <laughs> you All know, right.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, I thank you.
0: <laughs> I, I am reading what you're writing. Okay. So Bill English from Bibleandbusiness.com. You guys can check it out at Bibleandbusiness.com. It's actually the leadership series um, on what we can learn from the life of David. And we're working our way through it. Thank you again so much, my friend.
1: Good. bet. Have a good day.
0: You too.